Hey, it's party time on Monday, Monday, Monday. The Chad Brazer Show. We are in Studio 22, The Mothership. And boy, so many things I want to talk to you about today. Uh, let's get right into it. First things first. Welcome back to the show. Lisa Page. Lisa Page <laughs> made me do it. Everybody's been asking. They, they've been no mad. one has been asked. Not one person. Oh, they have. No, they haven't. They have. I get messages. Oh, I can show you the messages. Oh, please. Okay, enough of disagreeing with me. I'm telling you. We'll agree to disagree. I promise you. And not only that, people come to me out. I mean, like I was in front of a thousand people this weekend in Colorado doing shows. And trust me when I tell you, they're asking. They're asking. But here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Let me just tell you. This is the Chad Prather Show. They have a right. They Everybody, this Party Foul Steve, High News Natalie, everybody... They can come in here, but they got a lot going on. Lisa's had a lot going on. But I'm back here now. She's here. I'm here. And uh, we've had a lot going on. So uh, with everything happening over the last two weeks, you've just had me, and I've been letting you have it, and I'm going to let you have it again today. Uh, we went off the rails on Thursday. We At did. the end of doing the first segment, uh, the first big segment, and uh, somebody said it was a bleep fest. How many times can we bleep Chad today? And I said oh, a whole bleeping lot. <laughs> uh, I like When we were taping that, Afterwards, I was like, okay, that was a little much. Like, I got in my passions, mm -hmm. right? I, like, really was pissed off. And uh, my, uh, like, I understand. I'm just going to go out there publicly and say, I understand why people snap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, when you get under so much pressure mm -hmm. and you so much is going on and, and you're dealing with just idiocy everywhere, right? See, here's the agenda, Lisa. Here's, and welcome back, by the way. I'm glad Thank you're you. here. And um, here's the agenda. So I said 30 years ago, there's no way that they can keep up 24-7 news cycles. You can't have CNN and Fox and all that. You've got to always be putting the stuff that people will watch and listen to out there over the airwaves. We have gotten so desensitized to the stuff in our world that now they really are having to go above board. Like, how can we really shock you mm -hmm. in order to stay relevant? So they're going to keep bringing the worst of the worst of humanity, right? And so we get on this show, just like any other show, anybody else is a talking head out there. We talk about these things because this is the stuff that's being brought to us. We, you know, and we, I react, mm -hmm. right? I react to these things. Um, and people want to then come at me and say, all you care about doing is dividing. We're already divided. Yeah. We're already divided. Mm -hmm. uh, look, it, people want to say that I had someone who, I thought has been blocked on every social media platform who tr has trolled my stuff for years, who supposedly knows me. I don't know them. I don't remember. I don't remember knowing them. They, you know, apparently they knew me 10 years ago or whatever from the, you know, just being a local person mm -hmm. who knows. And they love to come at, come at me. And then they try to, you know, bring my personal life into it and stuff like that. It's like, if you want to debate the topics, debate the topics. It's like, all you care about doing just dividing this country, just, you can't defend January 6th. I'm like, I, I don't have to defend January 6th. I wasn't a part of January 6th. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there. I've condemned it over and over again. Nobody with a legitimate political platform as a conservative has said, yay, January yeah. 6th. Nobody Never defended has. it, no. Um, and I promise you, tens of millions of Americans who are pissed off with what they see going on in the world today really wanted to have an insurrection. I promise you, it wouldn't be a bunch of redneck imbeciles storming the Capitol at a, at a Stop the Steal rally. Uh, so anyway, my point is, 
They're going to keep throwing this crap out there. It's going to keep pissing me off, and I'm going to keep going off about it. And I've got a feeling that today's episode, tonight, is going to be no different, Lisa. I'm here for it all. I, I like, I'm that close to just snapping. Mm -hmm. Right? I know, yeah. It's, it's true. People have no idea, like, all the stuff that's going on in my life, all the different crazy things that are going on in my life. And then what do I do? I decide to you know, run for governor, which, by the way, when I decided to run for governor, a lot of the crazy things that are going on in my life these days weren't going on mm -hmm. then. But once you're running, you got to run, man. Yeah. I am in this thing, in it to win it. And uh, so that is like crazy schedule. So while I'm talking about that, and before I go, well, I can still breathe. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to be in Grayson County, I'm going to be in Sherman, Texas for a campaign event. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, going to be in Fort Worth uh, Wednesday night, and then going to be at the Elks Lodge Northwest out at uh, Boat Club Road. I can't remember the name of the the, the venue, but anyway, then uh, Northwest Tarrant County, and then Thursday night going to be back at the Elks Lodge in Fort Worth. You ain't partied till you partied at the Fort Worth Elks Lodge. I mean, the name says it all. Yeah. It's the Elks Lodge. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then uh, Friday night, we got a show. We're going to be in... Um, Fredericksburg, and uh, then we're going to be in Kerrville with uh, Chip Roy and Kyle Biederman. I'm the keynote speaker. The Ragamuffins are going to be there. We're going to have fun. It's going to be a campaign event. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. Anyway, a lot of stuff going on. I love how you fold in the Ragamuffins to the campaign events. Yeah. Like, what other well, candidates like bring certain, in the music? I have certain political um, b -b 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 planners that are out there who mm -hmm. have their organizations, mm -hmm. and they're like, are you bringing the, the band with you? And I'm like, no. And they're like, but it would be good. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it would be, but it's also not free, right? I have to pay them when they go. It comes out of my pocket, right? Because they those they ain't campaigning for a damn thing, mm -mm. right? They're not running. It's me, right? I'm like, hey, and they're like, but it would bring more people. I'm like, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, no. You just want free entertainment is what you want. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about all those things. Watchchad.com and of course Prather2022.com has a lot of information. Home title theft, you've heard me talk about it, fastest growing crime, uh, one of the fastest growing in America. Um, home Title Lock is the only company out there that's going to protect your home's title. They are the leader in fighting this cyber crime. Cyber thieves search hundreds of public databases for high equity homes. Next, they're going to pull your home's online title. They're going to forge your signature stating you sold your home to them, file the quick claim deed, and guess what? Now they own your home, at least on paper, and they can take out loans against it, and you're going to start getting the bills for it, maybe even an eviction or a foreclosure notice. Um, I want you to receive a complete title history of your home. That's a $100 value. I want you to get it for free when you go to HomeTitleLock.com. You can also enter your address at HomeTitleLock.com to see if you're already a victim. Mortgage companies aren't going to cover you. Identity theft is not going to protect you. Uh, th those kind of programs, not going to do it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today. We'll be right back. What do I want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Let's get into some real stuff. Uh, Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, the VMAs, right? <laughs> Video Music Awards. That's real news. Why can't Conor McGregor go anywhere in public without getting in a fight? I did not watch one second of that stupid award show Me last either, night. Me either, but they flooded my TikTok oh, feed. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. like, all I got to do is just see the TikTok yeah, feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people got to do so much crap just to be relevant. Like, uh -huh. first of all, I don't know who Machine Gun Kelly is. Like, if you said Machine Gun Kelly, I would say... 
okay, I know that's a person. It's like a famous person who does something, but I don't know if that's like a singer yes. or an MMA fighter or, or a TikToker. Well, it sounds like a fighter. Like, I don't know. Yeah. All I know is he had his weird manicured hands all over my woman, Megan Fox. Did <laughs> oh. I say Megan Kelly earlier? Or Megan Fox? No, that's Megan, Megan Fox, Kelly. Yeah. yeah. And she... she Faux bro- pas, but Freudian. You know what I'm saying? And she yeah. was with Brian Austin Green, a 90210 guy, and now he's, she's with this... Dippy well, guy. she doesn't look like she used to. Well, I, she's a little rough. No, she looks great. She's, she's a little hard around the edges, right? A, a, she's a little, eh, yeah. a little bit of work done, a lot of weight loss, you know? But her little see-through thing. Like, I don't want to look at it anymore. I just don't want to see it. And I did say Megan Kelly earlier. Let's you revisit did. my Megan <laughs> Kelly statement, okay? Megan, I love you. Um, I was not thinking of you in a see-through dress, okay? Just, just in case. Just give you, I'll give you a text later on and in case, you know, I'll tell you what happened. Because I, I want to get ahead of this story, right? <laughs> well, let's circle back. But uh, Megan Fox looked a little rough. But anyway, uh, apparently Conor McGregor, that's his name, right? Uh, he wanted to take a picture with Machine Gun Kelly. God only knows why anyone would want to do that. Um, and he said no, and so he threw a drink on him, and I don't know. I yeah, don't know. but like, anyway. exactly. Someone record this so we can get it viral and I could be relevant. Yeah, I don't know. Dumb. Um, th- this is why, like, that world, I don't care, like... If a tidal wave would just wipe off parts of California, I'd be okay with it at this point in time. Yeah. Um, it just because, and why? Because do I hate people? See, this is where people get mad at me because they say, oh, you just hate everybody. You just hate people. You're so, nah, 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 nah. no, I love people. Like, I love people. I really do. But I hate that we normalize insanity mm-hmm. and try to make this to be mm-hmm. like, this is the cultural norm. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. These days. 1776, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and then make us normal people be the ones that are the Yeah, exactly. The like, you know, we're, we're crazy. Right. Because, because let, me, let me just sum it up for you. I want a limited government. I want to be able to govern myself. I want to be able to live in peace, raise my family, send my kids to school without worrying about them being indoctrinated with Marxism and communism and socialism. I want to be able to go to work, make a little money, one day hopefully retire, uh, say, you know, keep as much of the money that I make mm-hmm. as possible, and just be left alone. Like, that's mm-hmm. all I want, mm-hmm. just be left alone. That's the whole deal. But you're not going to leave me alone, right? For instance, right here in the great state of Texas, we have a, quote, conservative governor. You know, like, oh, I, I, had, I ran into this guy in the airport yesterday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant on, on me for a little while, okay, Chris? And then we'll talk about real news stories. But I ran into this guy at the airport yesterday. Uh, great guy. There's a family. They live over in Rockwall. And uh, he stopped me. They knew who I was. And so I was declaring my firearm there at the thing. And so um, they, uh, they came over and they talked. And we went to the bar, got through security, having a little drink. And he was asking me, he goes, well, you know, Greg Abbott's kind of been, he's all right, right? And I'm like, he goes, why would I vote for you? And I was like, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you why. So, so I gave him my little elevator speech. But let, let, let me tell everybody here. Like, like, for instance, one of the things that's pissing me off right now is our conservative governor. He wants to continue appointing. You know, the governor of the state gets to appoint the Board of Regents. Those are the people that oversee our university system. The universities are where we're sending our kids mm-hmm. for hundreds of thousands of dollars and putting ourselves and them in debt uh, to go get this higher education. But the only people that are appointed by the governor a conservative governor, to the Board of Regents are these radical leftists with these weird ideologies, right? Mm -hmm. So no wonder we're normalizing insanity. We're giving giving them the the power to educate the next generation, right? So I can remember going to the University of Georgia, and I didn't know then 
that I was, they were attempting to indoctrinate me. But I look back now and I remember the classes that I took and the professors that I had. And I'm like, it's a brainwashing institution, mm -hmm. a brainwashing institution. And so what do we do uh, whenever we speak out against things like that? Well, then we're just filled with hate. We're trying to divide everybody. No, I just want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. Right. I just want to be left alone. <sighs> and maybe get a picture on the runway with Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I really want in life. But You're I'm really thinking, not missing anything with Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> like, like, is that a thing? And by the way, out of everybody that was there, why Machine Gun Kelly and not Little Nas? I'm over him too, Little Nas. Like, I'm over it, all of Is that of the it. one that had sex with Satan? Yes. yes. And then now yes. he's got now the pregnant, pregnant belly. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Got preg like, that's more, in my opinion, at least I correct me if I'm wrong, but Little Nas is more famous than Machine Gun I don't Gun even want to talk about that because I don't know about all that stuff. I, I don't. Here, what I want to talk about is Joe Biden. Joe <laughs> Biden, just let me just give him a little bit because I want to give him some. So obviously we just remembered the anniversary, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Um, everybody remembers where they were on 9-11. They remember what was going on, what they did, how they reacted to it, their emotions. It drums up those emotions um, every single year. The world changed. Um, I remember on 9-12 of that, of 2001 of thinking the world has fundamentally changed in a, in a very big way and I, I was right um it has so joe biden goes out and uh, of course kudos to trump my man trump going mm -hmm. out and hanging with the, the nypd and the fdny and he took it to him telling them how great they were i don't know quite honestly they are fantastic he's considering a police recognition day too yeah like awesome amazing it's fantastic it's fantastic to be quite honest uh but um Everybody was saying, oh, well, and, and the, you know, the image of Joe with his mask pulled down, yelling at something while he's at the memorial Ugh. thing and like, put your mask on, Joe, right? Cover Just your whole face up. We don't want to look at you. Uh, but he's there with all the former presidents, or at least um, I didn't see Bush there. No, but, but he I was saw there with Obama and, and Bill Clinton, I feel your pain. <laughs> that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Um, and everybody was like, well, why isn't Trump there, the former president? Because he's a Republican. George Bush wasn't there either. Uh, he visited later on. Anyway, uh, he, Joe Biden mocked the resurgence of al-Qaeda on September 11th um, and uh, did it while visiting the 9-11 memorial. He got booed while he was there. Uh, play that clip, Kayla. The murderers. Look, First of all, why are you, you saluting with your left hand, Bill? Yeah, it's Obama. There's Obama. There's Barack Obama. Yeah. Just to be clear. <laughs> and here comes. Uh, 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 oh, God. Uh, and like, where's his cane? Uh, uh, come over here. Uh, uh. Yeah. You're a mud for what you did to Afghanistan. Yeah. Oh, terrible, terrible. Don't sniff him. Terrible. Don't sniff him. Now. Now, explain to me, though, from that clip. Here's my takeaway. Joe runs over. He, he waddles over. And he pulls his mask down, bends over into the face of an old lady right there. And I don't know if she's in a wheelchair, I'm assuming. And just like, bro, what are we doing? Yeah. What, what is this all about, dude? This whole COVID thing. I walked through the airport in Colorado yesterday, and I'm looking at all these people. And I've got my mask off. People keep asking me, well, you don't have a mask? Sure don't. Yep, sure hell don't. You need to get one. Sure, sure do don't. not need to. 
Um, and people are like, well, they're not going to let you on the plane. <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I walk home. That's right. Uh, but they go, um, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. so what's the deal, bro? What's the deal? Like, I don't care. Joe Biden, I'm more impressed with all these college football games where these crowds of 70, 80, 90,000 people are going, F Joe Biden! <laughs> F Joe Biden! Amazing. So yesterday, we're sitting on the plane. I'm here. Allison, everybody knows Allison. She's sitting next to me. And uh, by the way, she's wearing her Chad Prather for Governor gear. And this, then I'm sitting there reading something on my phone. And this little old guy, old man, comes by and he stops. And he goes, oh, Chad Prather, I love that guy. He's fantastic. I'm voting for him. And uh, Allison goes, you like, you support him? She goes, I like him too. In fact, they make me sit by him on the plane. And the guy just went nuts, right? Aww. He's like, ah, you're yeah. not on here. So he's like, I watch you on Glenn Beck's thing. Oh. And I was like, well, sad news about Glenn is he doesn't have a show anymore. <laughs> and uh, But anyway, I told him, I said, I'll pass your sentiments on to Glenn. Anyway, uh, I'm sitting here, party foul sitting right behind me. And Steve Helms, the Texas legend, is sitting over here behind me uh, on the other side. And so, and so I said, watch what I'm going to do when we start to take off. The plane's going down the runway, and I go, oh, go No, by. you did not. I was waiting for you. You started the chant? I did. And, and people up front started doing it. <laughs> I love it. Did you scream it through your mask? Biden. Yes. I didn't have a mask on. I got in that old man's face. I was like, come here and vote for me. <laughs> and Joe Biden could do it. Anyway. Oh, gross. He's probably oh, just. So gross. But here's who really pisses me off. Could somebody, you, you know who else is mentally incapacitated is George W. Bush. Mm. Now, look. I don't, like, I don't even think you need to call people conspiracy theorists anymore. Because I've said over and over again that the difference between conspiracy theory and reality is just two weeks now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, true. So George W. Bush, um, he compared violent extremists at home to al-Qaeda terrorists responsible for September 11th terrorist attacks. Play that clip. And we have seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders. Pandering. But from violence that gathers within. Pandering. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home. But in their disdainful pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols, they are children of the same foul spirit. Shame and foul it is spirit. our continuing duty to confront them. You're going to confront him. But see, I took that as he was referring to these crazy radical left progressives that are trying to she, I don't erase think history. And- she fooled me once. Shame on me. She fooled fool me, fool me, twi- fool me again. Fool, fool, you fool, make a fool out of me twice. <laughs> <laughs> but he does sound very old. He just, I know what he's saying. He's pandering because he's all part of the new world order. No. Yes. No. Yes. I don't think so. I really think he oh, meant. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. These guys, I don't know what it is. They, they pump them full of something. At some point in time, like they changed their brains. They're, they're, you can't be in Washington, D.C. You can't be close to that world and not fundamentally change your brain. Like the, the chemical composition of a politician's brain just changes. 
Like they just can't handle it anymore. So, so once they get in retirement, they got to take the path of least resistance because they've been under all this pressure for so much. So, you know, now they're like, hey, look, we will get. You remember everybody thought George W. Bush was a freaking moron. You know why they thought he was a moron? Cause he's a moron. And then, <laughs> and then you're like, but he's a nice guy. I've been around George W. Bush, super nice guy. Drops more f bombs than a sailor, but he's a nice guy. And let me tell you something. This old, oh, who's just a good old, who's just a good old boy from down in Crawford, Texas? No, he's a piece of shit. And let me tell you something. The further I go with this thing i think 9-11 probably was an inside job oh. it's ridiculous man oh. you can't explain building seven tell me why that building collapsed the way it collapsed tell me why tell me why there was not one single piece of air- airplane at the pentagon not one single thing they said well it just melted the whole thing this thing was made of, out of titanium steel they can't get hot enough jet fuel can't get hot enough to just disintegrate an airplane there wasn't a single body part found from that airplane not a single one they fired a missile into the freaking Pentagon. And let me tell you something, they couldn't even get into building one. And when building one collapsed, they couldn't even get in there for two weeks. You know mm-hmm. why? Because the core of the building in the bottom was burning at like 3,000 mm-hmm. degrees. You, that ain't from jet fuel. <sighs> wow. Do you need a drink, Governor? I need something. I'm just, people are like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm just telling you, if you think, if you think the government has your best interest at heart, is not willing to sacrifice you and thousands of others of our brothers and sisters around this country for the greater good, they don't care who you voted for. They'll sacrifice you to get their agenda across. That's the point I'm trying to make. Whether 9-11 was an inside job or not, right, I still blame terrorists. I still blame mm-hmm, terrorists. Mm-hmm, the fight is still mm-hmm, against terrorism. Yeah. I get that. I'm not diminishing any of that stuff. But I'm telling you, man, you think that, that this whole deal has proven at this point. Yeah. The whole deal that we see right now, you uh-huh. don't think the government's had to get you? And let me tell you why. You know what I know? Let me, for instance, you know why they're forcing these vaccines on everybody right now? Because they haven't had a time to have a a, a test sample, right? They don't have a, a, anything to compare it to, and it's happened so fast. They did not expect there to be this kind of pushback to the vaccines, so they have to eradicate any any kind of um, thing that they have a test sample to compare it to. So because they don't want to see any of the ill effects that mm-hmm. this quote unquote vaccine could have, so that's why they have to hurry and get it in everybody. So they can say, oh, it's just things are happening to people. It has nothing to do with the vaccine. I mean, look, everybody's had the vaccine. I could develop that thought more if I had more time, but I need to make money. And you need to take a breath. Take a breath. (laughs) Friends, the warning signs are all around us at any moment. A big new catastrophe (laughs) could be the start of something horrible. You know it. I know it. We can't pretend any longer. That's why it makes sense to prepare yourself and your family for the challenges ahead. There's a saying, those who know what's coming are using uh, today to prepare, and I agree. That's why I recommend the number one preparedness company in America today, MyPatriotSupply.com. They're more than just an emergency food company. They carry essential items for the, uh, you know, the poop hits the fan. They got water purifiers, air purifiers, emergency cooking stoves, fuel, heat, fire products, uh, lighting and power products, camping, first aid supplies, you name it. These guys are great. Everything uh, is currently selling fast. You know why? Because Americans can sense the danger ahead. So don't wait until disaster strikes. Uh, you'll be left out in the cold. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Make sure you're not missing anything crucial to your survival. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com or go directly to PrepareWithChad.com. That's the sexy address. <laughs> PrepareWithChad.com. We'll be right back. <laughs> Seventeen seventy six, bitches. <laughs>
I got to get myself a hat. <laughs> These hats, let me tell you, man, they've been going like crazy. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of your swag up there on the gram lately. We can't, we can't keep hats in stock. Yeah, uh, they're selling so fast. All of our stuff, that whole unapologetic patriot mm-hmm. line, is is been going great. Um, which to me, like this was just a joke, right? Like this, like I, I, it was a phrase I used mm-hmm. when people were like, "What do you plan to do about all this craziness going on?" 1776, bitches. I'm a 1776. It's country, bitches. I don't know if y'all saw my recitation of uh, Patrick Henry, Henry's great speech from 1775, "The Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death." I did the whole seven-minute speech sitting in the car the other day in Colorado before I went in and ate breakfast. And it was funny, the responses that came back. People were going, what is this Trump gobbledygook <laughs> that he's talking? You know, I mean, I'm reciting yeah, Patrick you- Henry, one of the greatest speeches of American history. People were like, this is just more of that inciting violence that you conservatives are trying to... I was like, my mind was blown. People were going, does anybody even know what he's saying? Oh my, what a I mean, bunch I mean, of morons. He started using big words like politicians are using. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, this, these were actual comments that were coming back. Were there actual idiots yeah, watching you And then? there were people who were going, you're not this dumb, are you? Yeah, really? I mean, are you not this dumb? Seriously. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, my whole thing is people are like, well, what's the solution? It's 1776, bitches. Go back, and, and the issue is not go back to fighting. It's go back to the principles that we founded this mm-hmm. country on. And by the way, um, Aaron Burr shot Alexander Hamilton and killed him in a duel, <laughs> all right? So you want to talk about, let's go back to the days when America got along? No, 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 no. Those are two <laughs> founding fathers that got in a duel with one another. So um, don't start looking back at, the, the but... But our founding fathers did design this idea of America where we could dialogue and debate, even discuss and disagree, uh, and still come back together Mm -hmm. because we have the documents to to center ourselves around. But now we've watered those documents down with all this kind of stuff. Anyway, that's the kind of stuff. We we do have to get back to some of this. And and look, America's a free place, right? For now. (laughs) For now. I mean, and that's why I'm so passionate about this. Because, you know, we've got shirts out that says, you know, shall not comply and mandate freedom and, and all that kind of stuff. And the point is, the mandate thing, like, I don't care. I said this on stage the other night. I, I don't care, which, by the way, I did. I said, I started the show off like this. I said, I just really got to get this off my chest. F Joe Biden. <laughs> <I love laughs> Standing that. ovation. Just, just those three words. Standing ovation. In the balconies, the whole thing, just place went nuts. Anyway, and I went off for a little while. But I was talking about, I don't care if you've gotten a vaccine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. The issue is not the vaccine. The issue is not the jab. It's mm-hmm. not any of that mm-hmm. stuff. It's mandating it. Mm-hmm. Saying, I mean, Joe Biden comes out the other day and says, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to mandate that any company with over 100 employees, 100 or more, mm-hmm. you've got to make them all get the <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to be the the one hundredth guy that got hired last month. Seriously, <laughs> it's like, okay. And the funniest meme I saw was you know Abraham with Isaac on the altar. <laughs> and he had the dagger up. And said, Companies with a hundred employees right now, you know, ready to sacrifice one of them. But that kind of nonsense. And then the then the just the overlord attitude from yeah. uh, the how a press secretary Jen Psaki when they come out and they said, well, you're not mandating this or that, whatever. And she's like. Next question. Uh, she totally disregarded that, and that yeah. is the one video that you keep seeing circulating over and over. Yeah. Um, when, what's his face? 
Ducey, Ducey, Peter Ducey. Ducey. Yeah, she just disregarded it, like, and moved on. He straight up said, so why aren't you requiring these immigrants? She yeah. just completely, that she's a raggedy man, like. condescending ugh. overlord yes. look, like, you peasant, how dare exactly. you address me. I'm, yes. con- I'm, I'm, I'm deigning to listen to your voice right now, you know, and then the rest of the elites out there have this let them eat cake kind of mentality mm-hmm. but everybody's coming to me and they're saying i tell you you want to you want to know how to shut this thing down you want to know how to shut this whole mandate thing down I, i'll give you see i keep giving these solutions and people are like oh well, see that's radical that's you're just a radical you you need to stop with these stupid ideas like i said the other day i went on twitter i went on facebook and i said i'll tell you the first thing i would do if i were the governor of texas is i would write an immediate executive order that would say you will not enforce these mandates of the federal governor, mm-hmm. government. And now, Greg, uh, sorry, what's his name? Joe Biden um, said, we're just going to come after those governors, those governors that stand in the way of the federal mandates. We're just going to come after them. But see, that is dictatorship mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. You, you can't just come and start removing governors, duly elected governors from their state. States do have the rights. And let me tell you, we have our own constitution here. But I said the second point is I, we'd start writing up, our, we'd start drawing up articles of secession. Mm-hmm. And we would say, look, here's the deal. You can start coming in here and you start violating the constitution, then you're not representing the federal government. So you know what? We're going to do a better job of representing the constitution than you're doing, and we'll just become our own entity. How about how you like that? Or at least we'll start the process whereby we can become that. Mm-hmm. You're like, this, then you'll get invaded by Mexico. I'm like, too late, asshole. We're already invaded by Mexico. Mm-hmm. We're also invaded by Washington, D.C. <laughs> We're invaded by 2.5 million unelected bureaucrats who are reaching their grabby-ass hands in everything we do. Mm-hmm. We're, not even, we're not even governed anymore by people that are elected. Yeah. We're governed by people that are appointed. Yeah. And, and, and then the people who are supposedly elected, they're not elected. They were appointed. You can't tell. I mean, like Joe Biden. I mean, come on. New world order. New world order. New world order. We get we get warnings every time on YouTube when I say that. Yeah. New world order. New world order. New world order. <laughs> that much I like. Whatever. Uh-huh. I mean, free speech is dead. See, the fact that YouTube is going to censor this episode mm-hmm. and they're going to put a warning label up here because I use the words new world order. <laughs> they're going to put like if you say it one time, they're going to put the thing up there. So who knows? We might not even be here for the next seven days. Being able to talk to you, you know why? Because you can't use free speech anymore. You can't just you can't just discuss opinions. Mm-mm. Can't discuss ideologies. So I put that thing out there the other day. You put the COVID. Why, why would you put a COVID yeah. warning on this thing? It's amazing to me the stuff they're putting COVID warnings on. Everything they do. Ev- I reposted something that said, "I can't we go back to nine twelve of yeah. two thousand and one?" And everybody was like, Co- "A COVID warning COVID on warning. that." <laughs> so people, you know, people want to come at me. So I'll tell you how to shut this down. Say I shut this whole, this mandate thing, and it's all, the power lies in the hands of our truckers. Yes. The power lies in the hands of our truckers. You park those rigs and say, nope. Yeah. Drive them yourself, boss man. Mm-hmm. Drive them yourself. And I know everybody's like, well, how am I going to pay my bills? You're not going to. Uh, if you continue down this path, and I, so many people keep sending me messages and commenting, well, I can't do these things you're saying. I got to pay my bills. <laughs> or you can learn to grow a garden. Like you could, you could learn to maybe uh, build a fire at night. I mean, Abraham Lincoln studied by the fire, you know, writing, writing on a with pieces of coal on a shovel head to to learn, right, doing his math. I mean, it's amazing how, like, oh my God, I got to pay AT and T this month. I got to pay my bills. I look, I'm not diminishing the fact that, but that's this, that's the whole point. They're trying to oppress you, mm-hmm. and they're winning. But the power lies in the hands of the truckers. You stop delivering goods. You stop delivering gas. You stop delivering groceries. Mm-hmm. You stop delivering, uh, you know, suddenly your Amazon package can't show up anymore. 
shut it down. Oh, I don't like that, but go ahead. I know you don't. Because we've gotten mentally obese. We've gotten mentally fat. We've gotten so lazy. We can't imagine. You know, I, my house last week didn't have an air conditioner, right? And, I, and Well, it was Labor Day. And, you know, Labor Day, nobody's working, <laughs> which is weird to me. But nobody works on Labor Day. We celebrate working. But then you can't get anybody out all week long mm-hmm. because, hey, it's Labor Day week. Um, and we had Labor Day weekend. Now it's Labor Day week, and everybody's, nobody wants to work. So, um Anyway, I was like, okay, so it's 90 degrees inside my house. You know what I did? Open some windows. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's crazy to think that our forefathers, I, I was in Colorado, and, and I'm, we go, you, if you go certain stretches through Colorado, like you can see for miles, right? And then there's mountains in the distance. And I'm riding in a car, and we're going, you know, with the team, and I'm like, imagine if you're you're out here and your grandpa says, "All right, we got to go over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got to cross that. We got a little wagon here and a donkey pulling it and some horses." But that's what we got to do. See, we've lost the the idea of risk. We've lost the idea of sacrifice. We've lost the idea of doing without. We're so mentally obese. We've got to we've got to, you know, we have we have issues like psychological cons- consumerism. Mm-hmm. Like you get depressed. So what do you do? You got to go to the Coles and buy yourself some shit you don't need. Right? That's the kind of mentality we've got. Like that's honestly a psychological diagnosis like consumerism that we've got to go and, and we got to purchase something to mm-hmm. make ourselves kind of salve ourselves a little bit. That's America. That's where we are. So yeah, we're oppressed and you're not going to be able to pay your bills because eventually they're going to make sure no matter what that you are 100% completely dependent on the federal government. Mm-hmm. And so when I say things like screw DC, let's do our own thing, people want to push back and say that's a crazy idea. Give me liberty or give me death. We'll be right back. All right, so uh, let me make a point here. Let me, let me make a little comparison. Elena McLaughlin, uh, the second openly transgender woman to compete in MMA in the United States. Put her picture up there um, if you got it. The uh, won her debut fight, um, 38-year-old, used a rear naked choke against, uh, which sounds kind of kinky to me, <laughs> a rear naked choke against Celine Provost in the match. Three minutes, 32 seconds. Uh, so this is like a former Army Special Forces guy now fighting MMA. I mean, this, this chick is jacked, right? Just because you shave your legs now and you put pink in your hair. Like, this guy uh, is now Elena McLaughlin. Um, started tr- transitioning in 2010. Uh, uh, Much better uh, looking as a man. Well, I mean, it looks like a man even with the pink hair. I, you know, which I can't whatever. see close up. Do we have a close up of so, him, her? No, that's, I mean, there, you can look at this picture right here. I mean, this is on the paper there if you can get it. But I mean, that's um. She said yeah, it was a yeah. nightmare. Ooh. Said she was a nightmare Eesh. finding an opponent. Um, said I have nothing but respect for Provost. That's the that's the girl he beat. Um. And, um, well, you had a rear naked chokehold on her. I'm sure you had nothing. Re- I don't know how respectful that was. Um, but let me, let me tell you how to fix this problem, okay? Now, somebody's going to get killed, right? Somebody's going to get killed and then whatever. But this is stupid. I don't know where the women's rights 
groups are, where the activists are speaking out against this nonsense. Um, but um, here's, the, here's how you fix this, ladies. You stop fighting the dudes. Mm-hmm. Stop getting in the ring, mm-hmm. right? Say, we're going to not participate mm-hmm. in this. We're going to take our sport back. It has been, it has been perverted. It has been diminished in what it was established to be. So we're going to make our own thing. We're making a stand, and we're not going to do. We're not going to play that game anymore. We'll go over here and we'll start our own thing. You tell me there's not funding for that to create a whole new league. Mm-hmm. So, so now compare that to America. America has now started its transition, however many years ago, and now it's turned into this 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 super gentle little. We're here to take care of you. We're the government, but behind the scenes, still got a big set of balls mm-hmm. that's going to put you in a rear chokehold. You know what we do? We stop participating in that game. Stop participating, Lisa. And we just say, no more of this. We're, we're not going to have this anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and so you know what you do? Here's what you do. You turn that shit into MMA becomes WWE. And so you send about 30 of those hoss chicks in there to beat their shit out of that one guy. Uh-huh. And let me tell you something. That's what you do. So I'll tell you what. You take on four of us, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you take on four of us. And they'd be like, they, I don't care if they throw you in jail. Or whatever, or disqualify you from yeah. ever fighting again. Say you want to be a dude that's going to gang up on or beat mm-hmm. up a woman. Tell you what we're going to do: we're going to come at you and win numbers, mm-hmm. and we're going to smoke your ass. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you get the analogy of what I'm saying. Wink, wink. Seventeen seventy six, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Make me feel guilty with a TikTok, Chris. Mm-hmm. Some straight men are attracted to trans women who haven't had bottom surgery. This is very disconcerting and confusing to women when they find this out because they think, well, if she hasn't had bottom surgery, then, and you want to play with that part of her, then you can't be 100% straight. But that doesn't make sense because you have to remember that these are still women. Trans women are women. They are female. The attraction to her is from the waist up, but it can also be from the waist down. And they can experience pleasure playing with that person from the waist down. But that act, again, doesn't indicate a sexual orientation. It indicates an attraction to the person, to the woman, the trans woman. Actually, some of these men are attracted to gender fluidity in that the person exhibits both uh, male and female body parts. Um, and that's attractive to them. Just like some gay men are attracted to trans men who haven't had bottom surgery. That doesn't make them bi, it doesn't make them straight. He lost me with that plaid all over the <laughs> screen, making me dizzy. So that madras plaid from 1988. Um, okay. That, like, these convoluted explanations to describe kinky shit it's like just over my head, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you want to play with a woman's thing uh, who hasn't had bottom surgery, and like, okay, okay, okay. Well, let's say that in the middle of your kink, um, you um, choke it a little too hard, right? Him, her, whatever you're playing with, and they pass out, or maybe they have a heart attack, maybe they have a stroke, and you got to call 911, you got to call an ambulance, the ambulance is going to. Take them to the hospital, and you're the one who's got to give information. They're going to say, "Okay, so your your uh, your girlfriend here, uh, we're going to administer medical help here. Can we get a little information from you?" And you're going to say, "Well, she, 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 she," and then they're going to start doing medical stuff to her, and they're going to go, "Oh, wait a minute, this is a man. 
we have to operate on this person because genetically they are different, right? I can't give certain medications. I can't give certain uh, treatments. This, this is a biological male. You told me this was a female. Oh, no, it's a female. Well, it's not, mm-hmm. right? So now you just put the, potentially put that person's life in danger, right? Because you said, well, I, I, they identify. It doesn't matter what they identify as. What are they? Well, and the doctors and EMTs and medics that show up on the scene aren't going to say, oh, well, it's got a dinklebird, but it identifies as a girl. Like, they're going to say, no, it's a straight-up male or female. Right. They're not going to play this game. Biologically, right. we have to treat you like a male. Yes. So, like, I don't care. Like, you can dress up like little Bo Peep and put glitter up your ass and fart fairies all over the place <laughs> in your bedroom. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you call yourself. But, like, if you're climbing in the ring and you're a dude who's a special forces operator and army and now you're beating the shit out of women like that kind of matters to me just because i see the end result of where we're going as a culture here and it's not good and then when you want to talk about oh well this person no medically it's not good um uh culturally it's not good you want to keep putting your garbage out on everybody Mm -hmm. and indoctrinating people's brains we're going to have people that are so confused they're not going to know their bottom parts from their assholes so so you could play with whatever bottom parts you want to play with i ain't going to kink shame you you could get freaky dicky put you put your Cupid wings on and whatever you want to do, man. You put your, you could be a trisexual, try chickens, try mud, try anything. I don't care what you're having sex with, but for crying out loud, I don't need a TikTok explanation of what you're doing with your dinkle hiney. <laughs> I got a doohickey for my whatchamacallit, but I can't remember the size of my thing in the jig. Like, I don't, you know, what are you talking about with this whole we deal? Really, yeah. I mean, you guys are trying to clarify stuff and just becoming more confusing. Just say you like to get freaky every now and then, okay? I don't want to smell your breath. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say, oh my God, smell like a little dick to me. I, like, I don't care what you're doing. Just keep it to yourself. Shut the door, turn out the lights, put on some candles, burn some wax, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> eat, your, eat each other's underwear. It doesn't matter to me. Just shut up about it. Like, shut up. And, dude, stop beating up women. I mean, this is just insanity. I know. Like, I don't care who you have sex with. I don't care. But we don't need a stupid story about it. I don't it. need an explanation we of don't need playing it. with somebody's body right, bottom no, parts. Right. Not body parts. They're bottom parts. Oh. Look, I'm like the next guy. I love a good bottom part. Dang. But, but you know what? <laughs> I don't need to define it all the time. We'll be right back. <laughs> You know, Monday mornings depress me because I get up and I always check the, uh, see where we're sitting on the rankings. Like, I'm I'm literally trying to have a coronary on this show just for you. I just want to just... I mean, just give us five stars, just, damn it. Just Good five Lord. stars. <laughs> you don't even need to leave a remark or feedback. Just, just five stars. Do it. People are like, well, we can't do it. You can do it. Yes, I you well, sure I don't can. have an Apple. Yes, you can. You can go to Apple Podcasts. Someone do it for me because I'm like, so entitled. And like, there's so many other ways to gauge the success of this show. Like social media clips have been doing great, Chris. Kudos to you and the team uh, and Kayla for doing that. And, uh, but yeah. But, five stars. Uh, from D Cures One, five star. Thank you. The Chad Prather Show is great. Bringing back common sense. Well, we're trying to. Thank you for the review. Uh, we're trying to bring it back with a little, uh, little edge, a little passion. I, I, I'm just pretty. I'm pretty fired. A little real up. talk, a little truth. I, I am pretty fired up. And um, <laughs> the, the executives don't like it when I use the 
f bomb. So I, I throw it in there a little bit. You know, well, I'm you a know, rebel. We got to be a little theatrical. Yeah, every now and then. This ain't Allie Stucky. <laughs> Blessed right. be the fruit. I love Allie. I saw her this morning. She's so great. Um, she uh, she does have a great show, and she's killing it in the ratings. You know why? Because because her fans go and they leave a five star, and they actually talk about things. Then they say a prayer in the uh. comments. They care about her. Hey, go to watchchad.com. Tomorrow I'm going to be in Sherman, Texas. Going to be at the uh, 903 Brewery. Come see me. Uh, watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. Not your 1776, bitches. We love y'all. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Bye.